0: Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of Career Retrospectives right here on the Superview Show Network. I am joined by my two great good friends. Just kidding. They're both great friends. Kyle and Mike, what's going on, guys?
1: Hey, what's up?
0: Yo! So glad to have you back and both here once again today. As the title of this episode of our show suggests, we are going to be talking about and breaking down Avenged Sevenfolds Life is But a Dream. Ah, uh, the most recent album that came out by them, and this is, I think, Kyle's pick that we wanted to touch on, I believe, or Mike's pick. I forget which pick it was, but uh,
2: just a new, just a new release. Yeah, no, no. Just... no Kyle's definitely accepting uh, credit for this. Let's give uh, this to Kyle. Let's not do that. Let's, uh, let's accept the group's decision. Group decision. <laughs> oh group decision. "Okay, all right, fair, fair enough, fair enough,
0: fair enough." Um, but yeah, so, as we did for the Foo Fighters record last week, we're going to be talking. I'm going to be going first, giving my initial impressions. Track rate, uh, track listing, the standout tracks, and my overall rating as well. Then, as what will Kyle, then Mike, and we'll go on from so forth. Um, so for me personally, I have never, ever, ever this might sound like a sin for some people. I've never listened to an event, sevenfold album until this weekend. <laughs> I know, boo that man, boo, I understand. Uh, um, boo them in right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I. As a first-time listener, and I, I, I'm, I'm going into this conversation by saying, I do not hate metal. I actually really like metal quite a bit. I mean, the the core four and Metallica, Anthrax, you know, Megadeth and Slayer, and you know, like Slipknot. But Avenged Sevenfold, I never truly got into like a lot until I listened to this record, and I was like, oh, I, this was a very interesting record. Um, for let's say to say the least. Um, so it was my first full listen through of, of any record by them ever. I have to say, when I think of Avenged Sevenfold, I typically think of like really hard hitting guitar. I mean, this is just my 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 me before I listened to this record. Hard hitting guitar, screaming vocals, almost like like really hard 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 hitting metal. Um, and then I, I was taken back and kind of proven wrong. By listening to this album and hearing the many different sounds and styles. And uh, at one point I said out loud, I I, I think this is a Nile Rogers ripoff at one point. I forget what song it was, but it <laughs> sounded like a Niles Rogers, like like a deaf punk get lucky song for a second. I was really surprised I was thinking that because we'll get into our, I'll get into my track list in a second. But yeah. First time listening to an Avenged Sevenfold record, was I taken back by it. Um Yes, in many different ways, I guess you could say. Um, It was very unique and different, to say the least, from from what I expected to hear based on my own own thoughts and knowledge of going into an Avenged Sevenfold record. So um, let's talk about the track listing, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Um, This album is 53 minutes long and 21 seconds. Uh, and there's only 11 songs, which I was very, you know, I was thinking, oh, 11 songs is probably like a 40 something minute record. Kind of surprised that it was 53 minutes. Some of these songs are so long to me, like they just felt long, they're a little bit dragged out. I mean, not to the extent of like, you know, like, um, uh, like you know, super long, like there's nothing wrong with long songs. We've said not that like Metallica's show.
1: last album, that's for sure.
0: Not like Metallica's <laughs> last album, exactly. Um, but my. <laughs> It's, it's very, my standout tracks. I mean, first thing's first, when I, when I first started listening to Game Over, I, I, I'm going to be brutally honest with you guys. I, listening to this album from start to finish, it was a, a definitely a journey in a, in a very unique direction. Like I wanted to, so I don't really have specific standout tracks. Like I have a couple that stand out more than others, but really I just, it was just taken back by all of it, if you will. So I'm just going to go through each one, each one individually, but Game Over Started off, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I, I was expecting it's going to start off on a really hard hitting note or something like that. I was expecting it to start off like really hard hitting and with drums or guitar or whatever. And it started off with this acoustic guitar, and I was like, what is, what is going on here? And then, and then huh. the, the change ups and the, the, the I'm I'm gonna say the word change up a lot through this record. Um, Game Over had some some unique change ups, and then and it, it was it, it, but it felt it felt that it definitely had a lot of change ups in it uh mattel i think that's how i say it i think the like, like the toy company mattel i guess uh, that was a very good track I, I i liked it for what it was worth but it didn't really like stand out to me i thought it as much as i thought it was going to um because this one but though i will say the next track though nobody was kind of what i expected in an avenged sevenfold song um it was much more of a um it was much more of like a hard-hitting guitar song much more of like what I expected to hear from the get go. Um, we love you was cringy lyrics to me. Like I just, I, I'm not sure what to. I'm I, I, at one point I said to myself, "What am I listening to again?" <laughs> like I was just so like confused a little bit. Like what's what's going on here? It was very questionable stuff in there, and it was six minutes and fifteen seconds long. Like, we love you was one of those tracks. Where I'm like, oh my god! I literally, I literally said it out loud. And I'm in my car by myself. I'm like, is this going to end? <laughs> is this, this going to mm-hmm. end? And then sure enough, I was taken back by Cosmic. Cosmic, I was like falling asleep halfway through it. It was like, so like just so long. I mean, like, again, nothing wrong with long songs. It depends on how you do them. It depends on how you change up or do different styles or whatever. Or, and this uh, styles is another one I'm going to say. This, uh, this album has a lot of different mm-hmm. styles in it Um, completely and, uh, out, out of shock, truthfully. Um, but cosmic was long. I had to pause it at one point and just take a breath. Like, I was like there's so much going on. It's very spacey. It's like a pink Floydy, like strange mm. cosmic. I hate to rip off the title. but It is a cosmic song. Like I felt something. I feel like I'd be like on a Mars mission into space with like, I would literally put that song on. It just sounds like so out there, I guess you could say. Uh, but yeah, that was a long, long song for me. I was, I, I, and I don't, I don't normally get bored with songs, but when whenever you get bored with a song or an album, you did, it, it, you feel like it tends to drag a little bit. You feel like it tends to be like a little slower at some points. And then, and then I felt that a lot through this record, truthfully, um, beautiful morning kind of back to that, like nobody we love kind of like, sort of like back to that Mattel, nobody vibe a little bit. Um, and it was just much shorter. It was six minutes and a whole minute short. It was like six minutes and 32 seconds long. Um, Not a bad song. I might go back to it, actually. Um, Nothing too crazy. Um, The last, and then the last four or five songs on the record, easier G ordinary death and life is, but a dream, the piano instrumental outro, which I will get to in one second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was I just I I don't know what to think of this I really didn't know what to like process I mean the, the albums like started off so long songs and then the last several songs were short songs I was very surprised at like how it was like I don't know it was just the last four songs were just like what am I listening to I think it was G G was the one I was comparing it to Nile Rodgers and Daft Punk's Get Lucky with like the, the way the guitar was being played I was in shock I was like, this is Avenged Sevenfold? i waited my whole life to hear this? Really? I was kind of taken <laughs> back by it, truthfully. But like, and just calling the song G is like just so like crazy on its own. Um, but because it's it's just one, I'm like, G, what does it mean? And then it, and then I looked at the rest of it and it said like, and then it said like um, ordinary and death for, for ordinary and uh, for G-O-D, for God. I mean, I get that they're, I wasn't sure if they were trying to be trippy or not. I wasn't sure if they were trying to be as, like, hey, we're still Avenged Sevenfold. We're still metal. We're st-. I wasn't sure if they were trying to go for that with, like, the whole spelling thing here, but it just threw me off a little bit, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> and then we get to the piano outro of Life is But a Dream. I, yes, it's a title track. For those of you who have listened to us for any period of time, I do love a good title track. I freaking love title tracks, okay? I mean, some of the best songs of all time have been title tracks, in my opinion. But this one, there's barely any words it's just piano and it's like what i would this is a trip of an album it starts off with so much guitar so much and then you get into like like i said some nile Rodgers like guitar licks here and there and then you end it on a piano instrumental that's four minutes and 29 seconds long I almost want to go up to the lead singer and be like, "Are you okay? Like, you put this out. Are you are you okay? What's going on? Save your you, sanity." You heard, his, you heard
1: his voice on this album. He's not okay, JT. He's clearly not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he needs help. He needs so much. Send help immediately, YouTube. Send help. Oh my God, scary <laughs> stuff. Send, call call nine one one immediately. Like, good God, I I don't know what to think of this at all. Um, but it was just so many questionable decisions. So many just out of the left left field like out of like right field or whatever you want to call it at this point so much stuff going on so questionable and not what i expected at all i mean cuz when i think of event seven i i actually think of what's their 2013 album i, I cuz i i remember that when that came out i listened to like one or two Hell songs to the King. yeah yeah i to the king i i remember listening to like one or, yeah, more I know, like
2: right?
1: Fail to the king. Uh,
2: <laughs> you know um, you. more like
1: more loud, more like a Walmart bargain bin black album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Thank you. Because okay, I, I remember, I remember the album <laughs> cover being like out everywhere, and I'm like, oh, there's a Avenged Sevenfold record out. Whatever. I remember that, and I was like, oh, whatever. I, I didn't buy it or whatever. I just heard it on the radio. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> but then I fully listened to this, and I was like, "What is going on? Send help, everyone! Send help to oh, the these singer." JT, what
1: what an unfortunate first listen for you then. I know. I, <laughs> and I did this.
0: No, I'm. I swear to you, I'm so disappointed. I was actually expecting something a lot better. <laughs> like, for lack of a we'll better back, word,
1: go back listen to their self-titled, or Nightmare, or City of Evil.
0: Okay, I will, d- enjoy I will do it a lot more. I'm sure I will, because this was just like a giant mess of like. Here, let's do a piano. Literally, literally, it's like this. It's like, oh, guys, let's do one piano outro. Wait, I got it. But let's like before all that, let's put our songs in sequential order. That says G O D for God, dude. That's a brilliant idea, man. Like, oh my God, I was like looking back at this and listening to it again for today. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so much questionable decisions. Anyways, I digress. So for me, I'm writing this album at a solid like. Four out of ten, uh, I because I was like, kind of like surprised. It's not bad, it's just very questionable. It's just very like it's so many, it's just like so out of place. There's so many things out of order. Like, I just, I was I, to me, it sounds like they just tried, they said, Here, here's a bunch of stuff that we have yet to put out, and here's, uh, here's our demo versions of it, or, or here's our like uh, for the piano instrumental, whatever, right? Here's this or that. Let's just throw it all in one album, call it Life is But a Dream, and let's release it as an album. That's literally what I thought for this was. I, I, I'm saying like a four out of 10 for this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of you fans out there who love Avenge Sevenfold. I'm sure Kyle and Mike love them. I just haven't like dived into them completely, <laughs> but like this is what <laughs> I don't get. It's like it's so many, so much questionable choices. I can't emphasize it enough. Someone stop me. Kyle, talk to me. What do you got? <laughs> all, all right. I'll <laughs> take it from here. Thank God.
1: Uh, all right. How long has it been since their last album? I think it oh, came out. Like, the same year, that uh, 2016, right? 2016. Yeah. So was that like Jesus yeah. a long, long time? Um, I, I actually thought the stage was pretty OK. I thought that was one of not their best album. But, you know, they kind of went to that like prog metal area on a lot of it. And I, I thought it was decent. Uh, not my favorite by them. So I heard they were coming back. I was honestly hoping they'd come back more in line with their original sound more evenly. Like, yeah, I don't expect them to go back to like Waking the Fallen or City of Evil. I don't anticipate that ever again. It's just not going to happen. But I was like, you know, even like Nightmare, something like that. I'd be totally cool with that. Even Hail to the King. I'll take a couple tracks from there in that style. When they put out Nobody, is that lead single for this? I was like, are you kidding me? Like this This is what we're doing here I, a watered down version of the stage type sounds but I digress uh, <laughs> I was, I'll give a tiny spoiler and say that I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would I didn't like it I don't think this is a good album but I went into this based on the singles thinking I'm gonna despise this thing, this thing's gonna suck I don't necessarily think it did It was in a very odd and hard to define way. I thought it was actually a very consistent album front to back in terms of, yes, there was a lot of different stylistic shifts here and there, but it oddly, in terms of a full album, kind of worked in weird ways. I don't even know if it's in good ways, but it's very consistent. With Game Over being that opener, when I first heard that, I thought, Oh, maybe I'm actually wrong about this album. I actually like Game Over quite a bit. Uh it's an 8 out of 10 for me. I really like the uh that punk influence that comes on like the couple verses in there. I really like mm-hmm. that even though his voice does not sound great on it, which is a problem I have throughout much of this record is his voice is just not up to what it used to be. You know, mm-hmm. I know he's had vocal problems before. It, it, it is what it is but you know at some point maybe you kind of got to realize that it doesn't sound great anymore uh the screams there are a couple screams here and there throughout the record i thought sounded great but yeah those those vocals not the best brings it down but i thought that the uh, like change-ups transitions on here worked really well from those like acoustic parts to the more punk parts to it uh it has really nice change-ups I do find in certain parts that it has a bit of more in those punk parts, does have a tiny bit of that city of evil vibe going on for like split seconds here and there. You can kind of hear that it comes through a bit and then goes away. So eight out of 10. Then we get to Mattel, which this seems to be a fan favorite from the album. I kind of disagree. It's one of the better tracks. It's at a six out of 10 for me. It's definitely the most classic Avenged Sevenfold sounding track on here, but it's a pretty basic track for them like i would i wouldn't put it anywhere near like the the upper tier of their catalog or any i wouldn't put anything from here toward that upper tier to be honest i you know i like the addition of the screams being put back in on here but again the vocals on this chorus just really grating not a fan of that chorus at all uh there we go i already talked about nobody that's a four out of ten the vocals on this when i first heard it i was like come on what are you doing uh, it's an extremely boring. Chorus, the melodies aren't there. They're not captivating melody melodies as all, at all. Which is something that shocked me because that's been one of their consistent, uh, consistently great things throughout the years. Throughout their entire career, really has been he has had great vocal hooks and great vocal melodies. And throughout this whole album, especially this song, it's really lacking. There's just not much like there's not much gripping melodies or any catchy choruses really to uh, keep you in and then we get to one that me and Mike have discussed at length (laughs) off the show here we love you is by far the worst (laughs) piece of crap they put out I hate this song
0: this is
1: flat out garbage I don't care who defends this I've seen people defending this as it's experimental it doesn't mean it's good you can be experimental and not be good. Just because something leans into like prog and ex- experimentation doesn't automatically make it good, especially in this case where it sounds like you took six different tracks and just smushed them together with no transitions. Those mm. intro vocals for the first like 30, 45 seconds are laughable. <laughs> when I first heard it, I was actually like, what the hell is this? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. And then it from there goes into just some other parts that don't fit it goes into that, like more power, more whatever. That part wouldn't be bad in and of itself if it led to anything, yeah. but it never does. Uh, the we love you kind of thing that comes in doesn't work. It His vocals on that sound bad. The one thing I like about the song is the heavy part. There's a heavy part in the middle that actually yeah. sounds really good. And if they just made a standalone track out of that and like lengthened it a bit, they would have had a good song in just that. But no. So that one's honestly a 2 out of 10. It is my least favorite thing the band has ever put out, by far. Uh, And the worst thing on this album. Cosmic, completely agree. Way too long. Has a lot of cool aspects to it that I like. The guitar work on this one very impressive probably the best on the album Uh and that's not a slight to the rest of the guitar work on the album because that's one thing I can always count on them for is to have interesting guitar parts uh, and they delivered on that throughout Uh they have a cool piano on here that sounds really well the vocoder effect gives a very spacey vibe so they really hit that nail on the head but it's just too long it just it I can't revisit it just because it doesn't go anywhere, really. It just kind of keeps going and going and going. So I got to go five out of ten on that. Beautiful Morning. Kind of feel the same way about this one, but it doesn't have as much going for it as Cosmic did. It has a really cool classic metal riff that I like. But that's really it. That's really the only thing of substance here. Uh, Shorter, strong uh, shorter song and like a better structure would have been much better here. 4 out of 10. Easier. Kind of goes back to that spacey sound a little bit. This one to me is the one, and I found this interesting that JT mentioned this about Cosmic. To me, this is the one that really had that Pink Floyd uh, sound to it, like heavily. Uh, It's not a bad song. It's just not, doesn't really do much. It's 5 out of 10 again. Then we get to the Trilogy of Tracks, which I'll take them or leave them, really. I mean, gee, first thing I thought immediately was Primus. Like, it's just huge Primus uh, influence on this one. Uh, it's the most, like, I guess, prog that they get on the record. Then it also, though, has pop elements to it, as well as, like, certain parts. I don't know if anyone else picked up on this. There are certain parts of this one that sound very much like Load era Metallica. Mm -hmm. So having that weird combination of like that load era metallica mixed with like the progressiveness of Primus and then like pop sensibilities, something about it all coming together just doesn't fit properly. Mm -hmm. Some parts of the song are rough. The vocals, uh the two vocalists here, whatever don't go well together. I don't think it sounds great. Verses aren't too bad. It's a four out of ten. Uh ordinary. Has a cool like disco feel going on. Actually, has a pretty cool riff. I wouldn't go back to it again. Good guitar work, nothing special. Five out of ten. This whole trilogy is just kind of like an upward slope here. Uh, Death, my favorite, favorite of the three. Uh, it's a cool epic ending to the trilogy of songs. But even then, it just sits at like a six right along with Mattel, where it just it's good, but I'm probably not going to go back to it. And we get to Life is but a dream, which would be decent if it was about two minutes long a nice little piano outro but no it's four and a half minutes it's long it's boring again it would be nice but it overstays its welcome nothing really happens four out of ten uh so for me this album had a lot of cool ideas but it gets smothered really by overindulgence of well, let's try this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I think someone really probably should have just reined in the band and been like, Hey, let's try to focus it down more. Stop doing like all this stuff. Like the, let's look at cosmic. That they kind of already re like did that sound, that whole spacey thing with the stage. A lot of that record had that like cosmic, like spacey feel to it down even down to having Neil deGrasse Tyson give a spoken word, uh, Interlude there during one of the tracks. Something that they probably could have left out or shortened or you know, anything. We love you. Someone really should have stopped them on that and just been like, hey, I don't know who produced this album. But you know, production-wise, maybe they should have stepped in and said, Hey, let's maybe get some less jarring transitions. Let's uh cut this part of the track. Let's uh, let's strengthen the vocals here. So, overall, I will say it's not as bad as I expected coming off the singles. There are you know game over i think is really solid there are a couple other tracks that i think are decent middle of the road as an album it's very consistent in what it does but i mean for me at the end of the day as an avenge sevenfold album as an album altogether it's, it's a 4.75 it's i didn't hate it as much as i thought i would i don't like it it's definitely more leaning towards bad than anything but Pretty middle of the road I, other than we love you i didn't think there was anything like truly offensively bad on it
0: mike is there any redeeming yeah. hope for this album
2: <laughs> well as you guys can see i'm wearing my i hate it shirt so i mean <laughs> spoiler alert not any redeeming qualities here um so i'm pretty well versed with the venice i've been i mean I've been listening to them pretty much from the beginning and uh, um, and then, you know, I, I faded off after um, their self-titled, but also maybe their Nightmare best album. Then, <laughs> yeah, self-titled. Well, that's debatable, So We'll debate about that another time, but a <laughs> very solid album for sure, but I faded off after Nightmare. I didn't really listen to the stage um, or um, Hail to the King. I kind of like, came and listened to and uh you know cried myself to sleep but other thing that, i
1: fell off too to be honest i heard that and i was like oh yeah it was just, that was one of the first disappointments the band ever gave me
2: yeah absolutely and you know uh yeah so coming into this i had a lot of experience with uh said band but um uh yeah i'll just kind of start from uh you know the ground up here um yeah i i, I heard uh nobody And we love you first, um, you know, because of YouTube and the overall kind of like reactors. So those were my first two experiences with the album. So I'll kind of go straight into those. Nobody was really a disappointment. Um, It really drags. It really feels like uh, it's moody, but like the kind of mood that uh, just has no pulse. Um, and really kind of just makes you worry about what's to come. Um, the only thing that elevates this is uh those cool scales and kind of classical matchup towards the end. The choir that randomly pops up. I roll my eyes at things like this because it's it feels very kind of like a Ven Sevenfold trying to add an element that um no one asked for, and uh, mm-hmm. also they themselves are unsure of how to use properly to make sound uh organic and like part of the song more so than just hey look how like quirky we are here's a choir like cool congrats um but um no one asked for that and no one really believes you know what you're doing and there there lies uh the problem that kind of comes into this album is do they really know how to pull this off And do they no. really know what did you say no oh yeah <laughs> thank, that thank you no. thank you yes thank you from the audience <laughs> yeah do they really know it's almost like uh kids sitting in the room full of legends and the legends are like have you heard our our grand opuses?" and they're like yeah we're gonna do it too and they're like calm down relax like you'll figure it out one day no no we're gonna do it because if we put choirs and we put uh piano pieces and and make it really sound real legitimate it, it'll be the same thing right like no no you actually have to write music and have it blend not just pop up out of nowhere like you got to know how to use it you got to have uh songwriting credits and and producers who uh work with you and say hey that doesn't sound you know being experimental for the sake of being experimental isn't good well i go back to kyle on that so i kind of you know tr- uh, take that
1: um, you know what's interesting in about it, that um that scenario that uh metaphor there you had is hmm they're legends themselves i would absolutely put them in that category so that's why i'm always shocked when bands like this who reach that status put something out like this
2: right can't like it makes me
1: think that you're surrounded by yes men that are saying like yeah you want to do this yeah Yeah, i'll help you with it fine
2: well the bigger uh shock is that their record label signed off on this yeah somebody just said look hey like uh, we don't feel like you guys, uh, you know, I mean, maybe like you're saying, the fact that they're in that kind of category where they've had such a success allowed them to have this freedom. And ultimately, they, they use that freedom for um, something that didn't create uh, a, a work of art, but more so just a work of fart. But anyway, um, you know, basically that kind of transitions to we love you. It's just a disaster. It is truly the opposite of. Um, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, more so the parts are greater than the, the sum of its whole product. You know, yeah, it's got cool parts. It's got this little cool part here and this cool part here and this cool part here, but none of them feel like they belong together or are able to be stitched together um, and ultimately come off as just uh, our message is more important than our music. Um, we're trying to prove that we have this message about, um, you know, basically, you know, living in a world full of, of kind of, uh, the consumer, uh, you know, like build building and, and development, but like none of us are, are aware of like, you know, how that's actually going to benefit us. And, you know, ultimately it's just a disaster. It's a one out of uh, 10 for me. I went harsh on that. And nobody was a three out of uh, 10 for me. Also, I'm pretty harsh on that. So now we'll come back to the start. Now, I, after hearing those on YouTube, I kind of come back, start off. OK, game over kind of starts off. You know, it's got some a really cool opening classical guitar medieval feel mm-hmm. to it. I love that. I almost wish Metallica would have done something like this, like straight up out of like, you know, um, their uh kind of heydays of like where they where they love to like include this kind of like creepy kind of like or like sad kind of melodic guitar and then somehow blend it in with some heavy metal so I'm like here we go baby it's gonna kick in and then it's just like all right you got some punk rock feel weird rock opera breaks that don't work just doesn't feel they know what they want it's a five out of ten for me it's not bad it's not good it just is and it's just an example of a band who's confused, and uh, ultimately that confusion just continues to run over this album. We move on to Mattel. Um, M. Shadow's voice really terrible here. It really oh, yeah. points yeah. out, yeah, it just points out the fact that this guy's like he sounds like a grandpa. You know, it's just, he's
0: not he's even that like,
1: old either,
2: right? He's just it's a gritty, strained voice when pe- when he screams. I'm not impressed. A lot of people on I I see these reactors like looking at the camera like, oh, my God, he made a scream. Dude, I've heard screamers put him to shame and embarrass him because a guy Mm -hmm. who had surgery screamed again doesn't mean it's good. It just means he's doing it when he hasn't done it. Doesn't mean it's good. Kind of going back to what Kyle said, like about experimentation just for the sake of it isn't good. Screaming for the sake of it and saying, hey, look, I'm doing it and I haven't done it in a while doesn't mean the scream was great it just means that for him it was great which doesn't elevate it so um yeah this was an okay song Mattel i had some weird uh you know flowish you know flowed into this you know these quiet parts cringy lyrics um this ending is kind of cool i really like how it all kind of like crescendos this kind of like this solo over top of some weird digital distorted kind of whatever but in the end it's really just four out of ten for me it just uh parts are not greater than the sum of the whole it's it's great parts but they just don't know how to land the plane they don't know how to figure out a way to kind of make it make it all seem like a journey more so than it is just attempts at pulling off like um, strangeness and pulling off strangeness is cool, but it doesn't make you cool. You know, it doesn't make you cool. It just means uh, you're doing it because you're trying to uh, be, you know, progressive. So then we move on to, uh, as we move past those, we go to cosmic. I'm um, not a bad song, so that's an in- interesting instrumentation. I actually felt like this was the high uh, of the album at this point. um really not helped by the Daft punk uh syncoder, you know, whatever the synth voice um thing. I just felt like it it's a roll of my eyes moment, but I I'm okay with it. It's just like has event Sevenfold ever used a a voice synthesizer in any of their albums? uh I don't know about the stage. I really didn't listen to that album, but maybe they did. but like, when you hear that, you realize, my God, this band is desperate to just try and um break the boundary of like musical kind of like freshness and comes off like trying too hard. Um, you know. Uh, but I mean it's not a bad song. It's actually uh six out of ten for me, uh, the highlight of the album so far. So, um, which Dude, I know that's you guys have. I
1: had it. I actually had it at first at a six on first uh-huh. listen, and then just over time with repeated listens, mm-hmm. it just went down. Yeah. And just I could see that. Filled it.
2: I could see that. I didn't, uh, this was a tough album to get to. I'll be honest with you. I listened to the first four songs uh, a bunch of times because they were the only thing that truly made me feel like Event Sevenfold was still alive. Yeah. Uh, other than that, after at this point, this is when we literally the plane is crashing. It's like, do we know how, what the freaking hell we're doing? No. Are we gonna start going off into crazy directions like funk and jazzy uh, pianos and uh, crazy things that just are, are a desperate claw to find identity. Yes. Uh, and that's just kind of where it goes after this point. We hit a beautiful morning. It's just I like the moodiness of this. I like the Alice and Chains feel of this, the progressive flair of this. But then the psychedelic stuff that just kind of hits after that initial really just once again, it just it's a jarring uh strike out of like what they started with and what they're going towards. Like you said, they just pop up random parts. It just doesn't complement just the rest of the strange song. It's a three out of 10. Um, then we go to easier opening riff. Kind of reminds me of something you'd hear from, yeah, Load, Metallica, or Pantera. Weirdly enough, um, you know that just that repetitive kind of riff, but it kind of creates a, a cool, you know, groove. Um, but other than that, uh, it's well, you know, there's some nice melodies they play with, improv, you know, an improvisational uh, way. But this kind of feels more like a fish jam than it does an Avenged Sevenfold song. Um, is it a bad song? No. Does it belong in the on this record and make sense uh, thematically? No. It's just, it's just a band, uh, an identity crisis band, trying to prove that they are legitimate and they're not their former self. And I really feel like that's um where we go from here. You know, this whole um, you know the god thing g-o-d god um they've always been uh, they've always been a band who struggled with the concept of god and 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 the uh and that kind of impact on their their thoughts about things and 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 you know that first the first song is just cringe absolutely cringe lyrically cringe vocally the funky um, parts missing the mark entirely. Strange, deep groan vocals almost made me think of Five Finger Death Punch, Were um, coming in as like a freaking uh, like a feature. Um, and uh, it's just Don't a one out ideas. of ten.
1: <laughs> it's gonna
2: happen, <laughs> I, I please God, no, God, God, you know, like the cut to like the guy they're from gonna the take office, him on uh,
1: a co headliner now, and then it's gonna be G featuring Ivan God. Moody. Five finger death no, punch no Kyle, stop
2: it stop it like i honestly like i want that no god no like from the office you know uh, like um and then we just have ordinary funkadelic daft Punk's inspired kind of song not a bad song this uh, it doesn't fit in the the general like um expectation of Event Sevenfold, but it's a five out of ten is i don't hate it i wouldn't you know uh put it on a playlist but i wouldn't turn it off like um it it's not it's actually one of the few more straightforward songs where um you ex- you what you hear is what you expect what's coming next is what you expect you know there's no like look at we're crazy we're crazy ha we're crazy like relax Vensovo. we know you're crazy and you do lots of crazy change ups but like uh like try writing a song first that's actually good then you can do change ups and we'll respect it um then we go to death it's just yeah once again same thing Uh, dynamic stylistic but overall falls flat so one out of ten and then uh life is but a dream this is actually one of my favorite songs on the album (laughs) like i know i am shocker i love piano pieces i love classical music uh i did i did not at any point feel this song was uh too long i actually felt like um taking it for what it is a uh an instrumental and a piano piece that's actually trying to imitate a real piano piece not just hey let me write a melody and play the same melody throughout the whole thing there's movements there's actually like like you would write an or or, or, like an orchestral um uh piece there's movements with a piano and it actually does some pretty cool things six out of ten so the two boring songs on this album according to you guys uh, cosmic and life but a dream are my standout tracks which is hilarious because uh, do, like does life is but a dream really um, belong as a Avenged Sevenfold song? Not really, but I like no. what I like, what they're doing here. That's it. I don't, I don't, I don't like it as an Avenged Sevenfold song. I like it as a song untitled by an artist who is an Avenged Sevenfold uh, writing a piano piece. If that sounds like uh, the clear uh, like non-endorsement for this album, it is. Uh, The one that sounds least like themselves is the best is, you know, you know, like when I say least like themselves, I mean, um, doesn't have any singing or anything uh, um, recognizable to identify it by is the one that uh, is the best. I think think um, you
1: bring up a great point, though, with that, in that this is one of those examples of an album where, you know, I'm all up for bands changing, evolving, all of that Yeah, to an extent, though. Once you get to a point where you become an unrecognizable version of yourself, mm. it yeah. better to be a side project. Like if this yeah, was, I'm... if they threw this album out as a side project, I still wouldn't like it. I don't know if my opinion on it would change that much, but at least it wouldn't have that name behind it and that career behind it to set up different set of expectations. Because when I go into I... this thinking, this is an Avenged Sevenfold album, I'm going into it thinking, you know, mm-hmm. we're gonna get these big, like, epic tracks with great choruses and everything, and mostly mm-hmm. choruses on this were garbage. Yes, 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 exactly. And
2: what I wrote in my notes is "Avenged Sevenfold: Life Is But a Dream." Parentheses: The album that should be a been a side project and feels like a cry for legitimacy and self identity. Um. So uh, ultimately, how I felt, you know, the ending with the rating. Uh, he says, "I love cheese." I love bread and I love sauce. But you know what I like better? Pizza. Okay. So, you know, you can put all these little parts and they're nice and they sound um, cool for the time that they uh, happen. But they ultimately lead to nothing and and are kind of alone in their own kind of uh, quest to, you know, like pull pull them off and make you remember them. Um, they need to be found a way to to blend together. And you know, like I said, it's a def- desperate plea to find the identity, the uh, legitimacy. Like, look how diverse we are. Uh, ends up feeling really unable, to un- unaware how to pull it off correctly. It's a rock opera that doesn't pull off a rock opera. It's a, a funky, uh, you know, progressive, uh, uh, improvisational. Uh, display that feels like uh, someone who doesn't really know how to pull that off or at least know how to make it sound like it belongs.
1: Um, and they didn't really straws... to any of that.
2: No. I think that's committed. another problem
1: exactly. is they lean slightly into things for a track yeah. or portions of a track and then they shy away from it a couple minutes later. Mm. If you gave yes. me a whole album of funk tracks, I'd respect it a hell of a lot more than what yes, we got exactly right some
2: cohesive kind of theme a thematical
1: kind of
2: destination and ultimately they were very vocal about how they didn't care if uh their fan base cared like it was, it, uh, you know it's going to be a bad album when the
1: band starts saying that
2: yeah and like i'm all for uh, doing what you want to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for about doing what you want to do. But when you have a name of event Sevenfold, doing what you want to do goes under a side project. Um, mm-hmm. Doing what you want to do and giving the fans what they want um, from your previous uh, work is called being a, a non-selfish, uh, Artist who who uh, wants to um to the band itself is a is a living thing a is a living thing you never force a living thing that's doing what it's done for the whole time to do something else because you want it to you you continue the sound or you kill it and you go off to make a different band um you know the band needed to to sound a certain way and they refused and ultimately, crapped all over their fans and and their expectations, and really di- caused the division. And um, and for that division and that lack of ability to know that they should make this a side project and this should have been something that um, they wanted to do to experiment and not and 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 reward their fans for waiting for the time that they did with an album that they deserved. It's a three out of ten. It doesn't belong in this discography. It doesn't belong in of Ben Southern Fool's catalog. And it really is, um, in my opinion, the beginning of the end, unless they wake up and decide to, you know, give their fan like their uh, album concert uh attendance is low or whatever and their streams are low and they're just like, okay, we better go back to our previous self before we like try this out too long. Now, based um, on you know, their
1: attitude or at least M Shadow's attitude for the past couple of years. I don't yeah. see that happening. Right. Everything yeah. with them lately is like the crypto and Yo, chat gosh. GPT, and you know, all that. And it's just AI. Uh, they did, um, oh my god, NFTs and all that. And then he comes out with this record, and it's all I don't care what my fans think. Yeah, I hate that. Exactly. That's when you say you don't yeah. care what your fans think, that's so like disrespectful. I mean, you mentioned the division, and this is one yep. of those rare times where I've gone and looked at like the comments on like promotional things for the record. Right. And most of the time, even if there's a bad album, so many times you'll see like, let's use Def Leppard's last album, for example, we all agreed that that was a pretty bad record, but you go on their Facebook page or their YouTube and their fans are all loving it. They're all. (laughs) pretty.
2: Yeah. But for this record, the le- you go the on to
1: Avenged Sevenfold's own page, their own postings about it. And it's either people loving it, which is a much smaller minority, or people hating it. Mm. I've not seen anyone in between. It's Which I feel like maybe they just screen their comments.
2: They're like, all right, delete that, delete that. All right, hey, look, everybody, we are awesome. And uh every other comment that hates is, which, you know, yeah, like... Know. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to see a real and also, and the award for the worst album cover goes to events unfold with like my child scribbled crayons on a frick or a marker on like the original album cover. And we just we're so edgy
1: that we 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 have an album cover that looks avant garde and uh, you know, uh, crazy. It's a shame because I've seen they've I think they did a couple different covers, yeah, uh, for like different. Yeah, like record stores, like independent record stores had their own. Yeah. And they looked better than the official cover. You know, I really want to buy a beautiful artistic vinyl with uh,
2: scribbles of marker all over it. Half and, the uh, bottom of the,
1: scr- of half, the record.
2: Yeah, I, I just really want to spend the extra money on that art so I can cherish what I can't see. Oh, because, you know, it's really, it's really like a, a mind screw to think, there's there's writing behind that and you can't see it. That's the art, guys. You just don't get it. You don't it's get it because you're, yeah, you're not artistic enough. You don't get what you can't see is there.
1: Come at me, bro. Fight me. You just don't understand the art of G. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They should start the
2: like art. A cult.
1: They. They, should
2: are, they should start a cult. We are the art of G. And uh like, yeah, That's man, you don't get it. I actually saw that under the comments of the youtube you don't get it you're not you just don't oh, that's get everyone's it everyone's okay you
1: don't, that's everyone's get argument it. and i get yeah. it trust me i get it it still I sucks get it.
2: i get it uh you know you uh it's so cringe and so like intentionally uh you know artistic that it comes off a fail <laughs> yeah,
1: And what's, i think the worst part for me is i can't tell whether or not they're not fully leaning into like the prog thing or like not fully leaning into one sound here because yeah. they can't pull it off mm. or if they're just too scared to do it. Yeah. Right. And that's what I think bothers yes. me the most. The answer is yes. I don't know. <laughs> Cause there are, there are parts where I think that they could like pull off a sound, but then they just stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, this was a real tough to listen to when oh, i got yeah, to five wow. songs
2: in i oh my god i couldn't it was so tough man i like i kept stopping at five and it's like i can't do this like i can't like i had to call my counselor he's he gave a special you know uh you know appointment you know yeah i'm Middle calling night. the
0: police
2: I'm <laughs> calling the police on this, this is a uh, crime uh, art police our police <laughs> so yeah''m so, I'm, vi- I'm, I'm the villain and I don't care because this is this is a villainous need uh, moment. <laughs>
0: This needed to suck almost. You're like you're 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 probably saying yourself. I can't wait to share my opinions. I know it's gonna be terrible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Want to rip this one? And I hate ripping something. Like it's easier. It's I understand it's easier to destroy something than build something up. Like uh, that's a that is. It's so easy to rip something to to down, but it's hard. It's it's better to like find something good in it and say, hey, I'm going to cling to this. But um, sometimes you have to take the entire body of work, the entire artist history, the entire artist comments to media, the entire picture, you have to take that whole picture. And sometimes you have to gather your conclusions with that rather than just listening to it at face value. Um Listening to it at face value, you you feel the confusion. But hearing the comments and the body of work that came before it, you really feel the confusion. So if you don't know of N7fold, you might just this might come off quirky and a journey, as a lot of these people said. Oh, it's a, it's a real trip. It's a real journey. But when you see what they've done previously, and that, and you see this now, then you you feel less of that and you feel more of confusion and uh, inability to be able to execute um the way it really should be. So yeah.
0: And I am one of those people. Like I said from the get go, I never have listened to an Avenged Sevenfold record until this record. I mean, I knew who they Crazy. were and whatnot, but I just never listened to them, and I was like, "Oh God, what is going on?" <laughs> like as you clearly have heard. Um, anything else, guys? Are we all set?
2: That's it. We're set. we to to No, we already rated.
0: <laughs> we we we're already rated. Mike is the villain <laughs> tonight. We're giving it a three out of what? Three out of ten? You said right? I hate it. Three
2: out of three out of three. <laughs> Three, three out of three. <laughs> hey, shut up, Kyle! <laughs> Don't you steer me back into uh, um, like freaking uh, congratulations here or whatever Oh my but, god! Yeah. No, well, absolutely not. Uh,
0: Listen up, everyone. We want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us. Then, obviously, this is a very step in a very strange direction for Avenged Sevenfold to move forward with. Um, I'm almost now curious. To-
2: we're. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, now that because we're doing the the. Bring me the horizon discography breakdown. Not this next week, but the next week. Do we want to spin the wheel before we go as the next song or do we have another let's uh down to spinning the wheel?
0: Sure. Right. So yeah, so, so the no no we, we we're gonna spin the wheel this week and then the not next week, but the week after, the ju- week of July fourth, actually. We're gonna be doing hmm. a uh career discography, Mike, breakdown <laughs> God, of God, Bring, God, me, bring me the Horizon. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Kyle, why don't you spin that wheel, my guy? Cow, right. on there?
2: cow.
1: Can you do it while you're a cow, cow? cow? Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> Hold on.
0: <laughs> Kyle oh, is man, currently we... spinning the wheel. Just letting you guys know.
2: As a cow, cow the cow, cow the cow will spin the wheel. Spin and these wheel. colors look like Panera bread. Is anyone else seeing this, or is that just?
0: You're you making me bread? hungry. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. This is
2: not sponsored by Panera Bread. Uh, strike but that. From your mind, but All we Panera Bread shoutout just sponsor
0: us. Panera <laughs> yeah. Bread. Let's yeah,
2: go. I, I want a fourteen dollars sandwich too, dude. I want a sandwich <laughs> too. All right. Oh
1: my God! <laughs> wow, twice in a row. Hey. My, twice in a row. My pick was the last one on the wheel. Wow! Uh, so, what is this uh,
0: one called? It's called be- Beardfish.
2: Beardfish. Uh, comfort. Beard, beard fish. It's Comfort Zone. Uh, plus whatever the zone. numbers are.
0: Yeah, it's are sure it's not beer fish. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Beer fish.
0: Oh, ho, ho, beer fish! No. Hey, it's Cowl, everyone. He's
2: bad. Cowl. <laughs> <laughs> he looks cowl like he's having beard. some kind of a seizure. I believe. Okay, I, I don't know. An aneurysm you... over there. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, don't forget. Don't bite your tongue. You gotta. Yeah,
0: you I mean, just oh my god, this is, <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, anyways, yeah. well, thank you all for watching, listening, however, you enjoyed us tonight. Um, as you can see, this record was very much a, a hot mess, as some people might yeah. say. We wanted
2: this uh-huh. review to feel like a hot mess, so look, we're changing up things and we're you know,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but thanks so much for watching, listening, however, however, you enjoyed us tonight. Don't forget to follow us on our social media pages, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and Instagram, simply have the super Duty show, and don't forget to file to find on. Instagram, Files. Facebook's not file. I'm sorry. We're not filing <laughs> any complaints here. We're talking about the QA <laughs> podcast Woo! by this guy down here. Yeah. Any updates yeah. for anyone
1: or uh yep, season finale just came out a couple days. Or actually, yeah, no, last week. Last week. Nice. Nice. Awesome. So, so we'll be back move that, on that month, over to that channel. Right on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever else, Google Podcasts.
0: Wherever you get your podcast, you can find the Q and A podcast. Their season finale just came out. Uh, Kyle does a great job over there. We cannot deny the cowl. Well. he does such oh. a great job. So yeah, yes. But thank you all for watching, listening. So you, so stay tuned for next week for another beer fish whatever it's called again. We're going to go do that <laughs> album next week, and uh, we'll see you later. So stay safe, take care.